Monday morning, February 10th, 2023. Emma Roberts is 32 years old today. Happy birthday to reggaeton star Don Omar. His hit song, Don Zacaduro, has now over 1 billion views on YouTube. He is 45 years old today. Actress Elizabeth Banks from The Hunger Games. She is 49 today. The creator of one of the best television shows of all time as a birthday. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. Happy birthday, Vince Gilligan, 56 years old today. Good Morning America host and Fall River native, George Stephanopoulos is 62, 33 years ago. Fun 107 was less than a year old, a brand new radio station here, and Paula Abdul had the number one song with Opposites Attract. Prince Charles announced that he would marry his divorced lover, Camilla Parker Bowles. That was 18 years ago today, and last year... The Queen announced that Camilla would be known as Queen Consort. Now that Charles has become king. Remember this one from Rebecca Black. It was uploaded to YouTube 12 years ago today and became an instant viral hit. And speaking of things going viral, three years ago, the Broom Challenge took over everybody's news feed. Balancing brooms for some weird reason was the hottest trend at the time. Fun 107. I could have my Gucci on. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. And uh, going to be a warm day today, mid to upper 50s. Nick says it's going to be a gorgeous day. Time. Time to spill the tea on today's celeb gossip and Hollywood buzz. Here's Maddie's entertainment update. On the Michael and Maddie Show. On the Michael and Maddie Show. Netflix has a password problem that they are trying to get to the bottom of. And uh, a couple days ago, they announced that when it comes to the password sharing currently weighing down its business, it's going to roll out its new rules in places like Canada, New Zealand, Portugal, and Spain. The streaming giant's help center states that accounts are meant to be shared in one household or people who live in the same location with the account owner. To stream on the platform, those living outside of a home with a subscription must sign up for their own account. According to an update on Netflix's website, the account owner will need to set up a primary location, but they'll still be able to watch on their account when they travel. The streamer has previously said it will verify that account users are part of the same household through IP addresses and device IDs. Some of the new features include the ability to transfer a profile to a new paid account, which would save a user's viewing history and recommendations. It also allows members on the higher paid plans to add a sub account for an additional fee for up to two people who are not part of the household. It comes on the heels of recent shakeups at the company, and this is all because their numbers started to dwindle and basically once their numbers started to dwindle they said oh it's because everybody's sharing their accounts we have to put an end to that so they're starting in places like canada uh, to test out this new i don't know this new design i guess this new method and uh it's inevitably coming to the u.s so. i wonder how this affects college kids Oh, it greatly affects college So, kids. like, they count as you don't live in the primary address anymore? I guess, yeah. Oh, man. There's got to be, honestly, though, like, there's got to be a way around that. 
But if you're using IP addresses, I guess that makes it a little harder. But I guess it's, yeah, I guess that would affect college kids. I but, got the wake but up they call say, the other day. They say, like, um, you can get, like, a higher subscription so you can add a sub account. So you would add the sub account for a few more dollars a month. Great. Right. It's, it's like, always just a few more dollars a month. That's the thing with Netflix. They're going up again. It's, you know, oh, it's yeah. only a couple bucks. And then it's just all of a sudden it's like 20 bucks a month. Everybody's going after him, though, on Twitter because in 2017, they tweeted, love is sharing a password. And so now <laughs> everybody's like, oh, yeah, well, love is dead because oh, you took it away. Um, but I have a feeling this is going to meet a lot of backlash when it rolls into town. Looks like Britney Spears desperately needs help, and multiple people close to her are saying the decision to pull the plug on the intervention scheduled this past Tuesday may be life-threatening. There was an intervention that was planned for Tuesday that included her husband, her manager, medical professionals. I guess her manager rented a house in L.A. where the intervention was supposed to go down, but Britney caught wind of it, so they pulled the plug on it. Britney's behavior has become increasingly erratic and volatile, the result of her mental illness and substance abuse. So here's what people with direct knowledge of Britney are saying. They're saying the intervention was long overdue. She is very much a danger to herself and those around her. Wow. She is a ticking time bomb. Thank God somebody finally took some steps to do something about it. Another person said, I worry about waking up in the morning and feeling like I'm going to get a horrible phone call. Another person says, this is 2008 all over again. There is serious fear that she is either going to die or kill someone. Whoa. She is abusing caffeine, Adderall, and anything she can get her hands on. She is not taking her medication, which is essential to stabilize her mood and is unknowingly trying to self-medicate with other substances, which is exacerbating her mental illness. And finally, another person said she has unbelievable untreated trauma. Absolutely. That with the help of therapists and specialists could put her in a much better place. An intervention is essential to make that happen. There's an anger among those who believe an intervention is necessary. Anger that someone has derailed the plan and they are not giving up. So just throwing this out there. Can you imagine what a plot twist this would be if like it turns out that the whole Thing, you know, having her under the, uh, mm-hmm. what's the word there? The, Inter- uh, um, oh my gosh. Conservatorship. Thank yes. you. Yes. Was the right move. Can you imagine oh that? Oh my. Well, uh, so I do believe that it probably was the right move, but there were certainly areas that seemed a bit much. Yeah. We're I getting think dressed by her. I think the intentions were there. Like, the good intention was there, and then abuse of power happened, and it got derailed, and there weren't enough checks and balances to make it legit, you know? Whereas this one sounds different because it's loved ones and friends, her husband, are all coming forward and like, okay, we need to, like, do something about this. Yeah, but maybe she can't. Maybe she's not capable of... Well, it sounds like she's not even willing. Like, it sounds like she... She is so messed up from the first go that she doesn't trust anybody. Yeah. You know, like the poor thing. She was abused for so long and it sounds like she hasn't faced those demons yet. You know, so it's like, of course, she's going to spiral out of control if she's not taking her medication and she's not 
confronting these feelings and it's like if <laughs> it's just like she was in it for how long? 13 years? She's 13 years behind mentally. Like think about that. Like socially. She's 13 years behind socially. Sure. And then you let her out to do whatever she wants. Like it's just it, the whole thing is so crazy and I hope they can meet with her soon and figure something out cuz like come on Brittany, we love you. The NFL championship game or the Rihanna concert is almost here. She made an appearance during a Super Bowl press conference in Arizona yesterday where she teased what fans can expect from her long-awaited halftime show performance this weekend. Deciding how to maximize 13 minutes, but also celebrate. That's what this show is going to be. It's going to be a celebration of my catalog in, in the best way that we could have put it together and you only have 13 minutes that's the challenge so you're trying to cram 17 years of work into 13 (laughs) minutes so it's it's difficult but we you know some songs we had to lose because of that and 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 that's going to be okay but i think we did a pretty good job at narrowing it down like what songs could you possibly put on the chopping block like what songs I don't even know. The Paul McCartney, Kanye West one. Like, okay, I guess the better question is what are necessities that you have to do? Like, as, as like as a diehard Rihanna fan, I want her to do like SOS, Ponda Replay. S&M. S&M. Has to be on there. Um, like all of her older stuff would be awesome. Like, I don't know. I don't. I think this is going to be the most insane matchup ever. Mashup ever. This song with rain coming down, Jay Z popping out of nowhere, <laughs> and everybody going nuts. That's all I asked for. How much? There's. She has so many hits. It is wild to think about. And Michael didn't believe in her. <laughs> what are you talking about? Didn't you like? She walked in here. You're no, like, oh, I, that I, wasn't her. Opposite. Oh, oh, my bad. Hundred percent opposite. My bad. Either way, it's going to be awesome. It's going down this Sunday. If you want to tune in for the game, sure. It t- it starts at 6.30, but the did real see, fun starts around 9. Did you see uh, Brandon Marshall, Punk, uh, Patrick Mahomes? This is... It's using, mean. Listen to this. This is uh, at the, the press day. Rihanna came out and said that you are the greatest quarterback ever. Hearing that, how does that make you feel? Uh, makes me feel, it makes you feel great. Uh, then uh, it's, she's uh, she's gonna crush it at halftime. I have family members that I think are more excited about the halftime show than they are the game. Um, and so uh, whatever Rihanna says is like like the gospel. So I'm glad that she she went with me for that for that honor. She didn't. She oh. didn't. I was just messing. Around. Oh, <laughs> you got you got me up here smiling. Spoken. That is so wrong. So messed up. Like, he, what he is that so, all about? He was so embarrassed too. That is uh, cruel, honestly. I'm not a Patrick Mahomes guy at all, but I, I even felt bad for him on that one. More entertainment news on the Fun 107 app. Talk Credit Union and Coastal. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. And I get a question for Maddie. Sure. So let me ask you this. We're heading into, do we call this Valentine's weekend? I think that's safe to say, yeah. So it's Valentine's weekend. If a guy takes a girl out to the movies and maybe sees a romantic movie. Okay. 
is that the can, can that be? Are we done? Like, uh, have, we, have we checked the box? Uh, that that's got to be established prior. Like, hi, honey, you want to go out for Valentine's Day at the movies this weekend? We'll go catch that rom com. <laughs> Establish it, my friend. Well, we do have a couple of those out there this weekend, and Kevin Carr reviews them right now. The South Coast is back at the movies now. It's Kevin Carr's movie review on the Michael and Maddie Show. Good morning. The movie I first want to talk about is Magic Mike's Last Dance. Why are you in London? I'm going to put on a show at this famous theater. People are numb, disconnected. We're going to wake them up with a wave of passion they've never felt before. Look, obviously, I am not the target market for any of the Magic Mike movies. I've actually disliked all of them. I thought the first one was boring and the second one was even more boring. And and, and they're loosely constructed plots with just the excuse of the big dance numbers. And I get that that's an appeal. And I understand that with uh, certainly the second movie, which has almost no plot whatsoever. But the first movie, it does try to have this intimate look at this guy living in Miami and trying to kind of follow his dream. By the time you get to the third movie, Magic Mike's Last Gasp, I mean Magic Mike's Last Dance, it's really reached the bottom of the barrel in terms of storytelling. And that's the thing that was an appeal to the first one. But this one has Salma Hayek as this overly wealthy woman who hires Magic Mike to do a theater revival at her London stage. And and just slapdash puts this together and just gets a bunch of sexy guys. But even then, the beefcake factor is not there. I mean, yeah, there's some guys without their shirts off, but I mean, we have the internet, and and it wasn't even all that sexy in terms of that. I mean, I'm not the one to judge that level of the movie. There's a couple dance scenes in there, but even then, you got to wait like for an hour and a half to even get to them. It just I don't even know if the movie knows what it wants to be. All right, Magic Mike, The Last Dance. What do you think? Does it rock or not? I'm going to say that Magic Mike's last dance sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. And one more out there for Valentine's weekend, Kevin. What do we got? The next one I want to talk about is a romantic comedy on Netflix called Your Place or Mine. Can I tell you something? Immediately. The night that Debbie and I spent together after I found myself thinking about her. You have to tell her. It's too late. Seriously, you use your words. This one stars Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon as friends who've who've known each other for decades and they talk all the time. And one lives in New York, one lives in L.A. and they decide to swap houses for a week because she needs to go to New York. And he says, I'll go over to L.A. and take care of your kid. And it's it's about them sort of coming to the realization that they've kind of loved each other the whole time. And so it does take the standard rom-com and, and does break the mold a bit, but it does it in the most annoying way. I mean, it's not even a level of like Sleepless in Seattle where they never share the screen until the very end. It it, it, it falls into these weird cliches, like about cliches about a single mother and the overpowering helicopter parent and then the guy coming in and showing the, the son, the, the like the teenage son who's troubled to kind of find his way and, and, and join sports for some reason it has this weird sports message where that's how you become popular in school i mean it just has some really strange moments in it and the chemistry is kind of there but the problem with the movie when they don't share the screen together you don't have much of a rom-com and 
it was frustrating at best. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess for the big fan of the rom-coms, maybe, but this one's not for me. Your place or mine, what do you think, rock or not? I'm going to say that this one sucks. Well, someone's kind of salty this morning. Thank you, Kevin Carr. Listen, have a great Super Bowl weekend and happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, sorry there weren't better choices leading into Valentine's Day weekend. We'll see you next week. South Coast Realtors, Stonegate Mortgage has what you need. SZA fans, we've got some good news for you. Next week here on Michael and Maddie, SZA tickets every single day next week. SZA is, like, too cool. Like, I feel like I would be very nervous to be around her. Like, she's too cool for me. Like, you're, like, the swag, the the songs, the music, like... You're, I'm not on your level. Like, yeah. bow down to you, queen. Like, you're amazing. <laughs> um, did you guys notice anything about me today? Or You're not wearing jeans. Um, can you, you, get cl- can you clarify that I'm wearing pants? Um, wearing, yes, I'm wearing yoga, pants. yoga pants. Haircut. Do I look tanner? Do I look tanner? Sure. <laughs> oh, come on. Your hands look pretty tan. I got a spray tan yesterday. Oh. And I was so nervous about it. No, uh, definitely not my first one. But I think the last one I got, I was in high school, maybe. And let's just say that wasn't yesterday. That was a couple of years ago. And spray tanning used to be a journey. It used to be get ready to look orange for a few days. And then hopefully it'll fade into a nice little tan. So I had a, a woman reach out to me in Cranston and she was like, come on down like, and get a spray tan. And I was like, oh boy, okay. So I, I took a chance. I was like, why not? I'm pretty pasty right now. Look at her. They have come such a long way. Like it looks real. Like I look like I have an actual tan and I even got home and my husband was like, wait, you look really tan. What's going on? So I'm here to say that spray tans have come a very long way. Except for the hands. Hmm. My hands look so bizarre. <laughs> so bizarre. You get Donald Trump hands. I have Donald Trump <laughs> hands. I think I did it wrong, though. Like, I was supposed to exfoliate so that, like, the tan sits better. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Like, you're supposed to, like, shave and exfoliate before you go and, like, all this stuff. And I completely forgot all of that, but uh, shout out to uh, 1020 Beauty Lounge in Cranston. She was wonderful. But this is such a better alternative to the tanning beds. Do not let your child get to a tanning bed. Okay, Do they even have those anymore? Yes, and it's big before prom season. Like at least it was when I was in high school. Like get a nice little tan for Wait, your. Wait, they still have? Did they dress. still have like? Uh... What is the place we always used to go? Hot bodies and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. They're still around for sure. You're kidding me. That was my very, very first any kind of 107 appearance, and it was just a shadow, just to see what, what they did. You're telling Honest. me hot bodies is still out there? Yeah. And people get into tanning beds? Yeah. Well, really? Mean, gyms, yeah. gyms have them. Like, yeah, plenty of, well, a couple of gyms, yeah. I would figure if I'm hot bodies, they probably would have switched over to this. The, the, you would the, think, the but juice. people still use tanning beds, and it's so bad for you. It's I like so the way bad. It feels I'm like not it. trying to knock anybody, but I still like. I used to do tanning beds before prom season, and I would get like blotches on my skin from like skin damage, like straight up skin damage at yeah. 17 years old. Like, don't do that. But um, the spray tanning has come such a long way. It is so crazy. I like. I feel pretty. <laughs> like I feel like I went to the beach the other day. There you go. The only thing is though, like I smell weird. 
So I what apologize. do you mean you smell weird? I feel like I just smell weird. Sounds like, like car exhaust. I smell a smelly smell that's chemically. Hmm. I don't know. It's like I don't know how to explain it. So if anybody has a remedy for a spray tan smell, you said she smells like car exhaust. Yeah, I've never. That's, this first time that's I, hot. I've actually. That's what you're going you. for on Valentine's yeah, weekend. Definitely. <laughs> what, what are you wearing? Car exhaust. <laughs> Six fifty six. Phil Devitt's in the Chard Oak Tavern newsroom. The New Bedford City Council could soon be your new Facebook friend. Councilors voted unanimously last night to move forward with a plan to get on social media, specifically Facebook and Twitter. The idea is to connect with residents and hopefully boost engagement in city business. The council will begin the process by meeting with New Bedford's information technology director. Retired Wareham Police K-9 Rolf passed away Thursday, and the community is paying tribute to him. The police department posted on Facebook that Rolf was guided to the Rainbow Bridge by his best friend and work partner, Officer Michael Finney. Rolf made headlines often while on the job. In 2017, he helped make two felony arrests in 10 days, catching an alleged intoxicated driver who fled on foot and finding a suspect in a gas station robbery. When Rolf retired in 2018, Finney wrote he could not have asked for a better partner. New information from the U.S. Department of Education shows half the nation's students began this school year a full year behind grade level in at least one subject because of pandemic disruptions. According to details released this week, students in the U.S. fell further behind than those in other countries. Research published in the journal Nature Human Behavior showed students in 15 countries fell behind only about a third of a year on average. 59% of U.S. public school principals surveyed said their schools are using some form of so-called tailored accelerated instruction to help kids catch up, particularly in reading and math. And a couple of California woodpeckers are most likely pretty bummed after their stash of acorns was found inside a home near San Francisco. The couple who own the home called Nick's Extreme Pest Control after they spotted worms coming from a wall in a bedroom. The worms ended up being mealworms, eating on a stash of acorns that equaled around 700 pounds. The woodpeckers were able to drop the acorns through a hole in the chimney and entered the attic through a different hole to feast on their massive stash. The pile of acorns reached an estimated 20 feet high. In sports, the Boston Celtics and the Charlotte Hornets tonight at TD Garden. Game at 7.30. Tomorrow, the Boston Bruins are back in action at home with the Washington Capitals. That game at 3.30. And of course, the Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles Sunday. That game is at 6.30 on Fox. Your traffic and weather are next from the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom. I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Sometimes. It's a very nostalgic restaurant right on Main Road by the cemetery, St. John's Cemetery. Fred and Ann's in Westport. They're not there anymore, right? They've been gone for a while. That is now the location of Ten Cousins Pizzeria. They knocked the building down? Or is it the same building? You know, that's a good question. It's I think I think they knocked it down because that place was old and rickety. So, but the story about... This place, Fred and Ann, says that their signature dish... Are you ready for this, Maddie? Would you ever eat this? Eels and Johnny Cakes. Eels. I don't believe it. I'm calling, bluff. I'm calling bluff right now. It's true, right, Gazelle? Did you ever have it? I didn't know. I, I was... Uh... I was a wee lad. I'm I was calling bluff right now. That was before you eat anything? Fake news. Yeah. 
fake news. There's a lot of eels in the Westport River, I'll tell you that much. From what I understand is they Pro- would... Prove this. They would <laughs> take the eels and they would deep fry them. They would split them and deep fry them with it and then serve them with Johnny Cakes. Johnny Cakes are like what? Like cornbread pancakes? Yep. If you don't have milk with it... Cornmeal pancakes, <laughs> yes. going to stick to the roof of your mouth. That is disgusting. No wonder the place went down. <laughs> I'm not even like going to lie to you. I didn't realize that we had eels like in supply like that. You just catch them out of the river. But I didn't know we... Like, I literally didn't know we had eels like... I didn't know we had it like that You're with right. eels. When you think of eels, you think like ocean, like deep ocean or... I think of like South America. Yes. I don't think of here. They're, uh, in what world did this restaurant think that this would go over big? Like, in what People, world did they say, hey, you know what's a really good idea? Let's deep fry eels. And you know what it would be good with? Oh, let's pair it with Johnny Cakes. Mm. No, somebody said pancakes. And they're like, no, no, no. Johnny Cakes. Yeah. yeah. Because pancakes would taste too good. I don't <laughs> get it. I don't get it. Wondering if they were from the South, Like, perhaps? sometimes they're... But, like, are they doing that in the South? Come on oh, now. definitely. 1,000. Alligator, crawfish, eel. There's your delicacy I don't know, for the man. Alley. When I think of eel, I think of sushi. I think of Asian cuisine. Yeah. I don't think of down south. I don't think of south coast. I don't think of Johnny Cakes. Definitely not south coast. But we have an so abundance of them in the river, I can tell you. So interesting. I would love to hear why. I would love to hear... The thought process behind this. And don't think of like the giant eels with the electric tails. No, not like that. These are they're tiny. So it's not like a little mermaid. No, they look like little snakes. So yeah, again, somebody Listen, reaches down, pulls how up a tiny. Big or small they are. I'm all set. I would try eel. I, I've had eel and sushi, but I would try it the way that they cooked it, like fried. When you think about it, though, like who was the first guy to eat lobster? Like, look at that. Someone's going to eat that? I mean, if you want to go down the rabbit be... hole, who's the first person to drink milk? You know, like, we could, <laughs> we could, we could, go, we could go down the rabbit hole, Michael, if you want. But So maybe the eels are delicious. Who knows? I'm well, thinking people it... eat eel. Like, it, it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. You should know it's native to us. But, like, why with pancakes? It's fried eel. Anything fried is good. Mm, I a don't majority know. majority of things that are fried are good. <laughs> Listen, hard pass. Hard pass. So I guess uh, it was a great dish passed down by the great-grandmother of the owner, Catherine Davis. So yeah. great-grandmother Davis used to make them on the cast iron stove, and it, it was just a family recipe, and they said, let's go for All right. it. All right. And well, I'll take that story. I'll take it. They, it's a family recipe. I'll let it slide. And the eels and the Johnny Cakes became a thing. And surprisingly, now they're not there anymore. It is 7.53 from the Chard Oak Tavern newsroom. Here's Phil Devitt. One new Bedford boy's dream of becoming a police officer kicked into high gear with a very special visit Thursday to the South End Public Safety Center. Joseph Aguilera is a five-year-old boy living with spina bifida, but he doesn't let that hold him back at all. He already has his career path in mind. He wants to join the new Bedford PD. While Joseph and his father, Louise, got an up-close look at how the police and fire department help keep residents safe. Joseph met employees, got a New Bedford police patch and commemorative coin, and he also took a ride in Engine 6 and got to spray a fire hose, knocking a soccer ball off a cone from 20 yards away.
A 49-year-old New Bedford man described by the Bristol County District Attorney's Office as a career criminal will spend up to seven and a half years in prison for two city break-ins. Kevin Sudo pleaded guilty to two counts of breaking and entering and two counts of larceny from a building in connection to those burglaries, which took place in 2019 and 2020 at homes on Keene and Mount Pleasant Streets, respectively. The news seems to keep getting worse for Bed Bath & Beyond in Bristol County. The Seekonk location was first to announce it was closing. Dartmouth announced it was closing its location last month. Now the Attleboro store's days are numbered as the chain struggles financially. Americans will spend big on Valentine's Day. The National Retail Federation expects consumers to shell out nearly $26 billion on the holiday this year. That works out to an average of about $193 per person for flowers, cards, candy, and other gifts for friends, loved ones, and even co-workers. It's also about 20 bucks more than last year's average. A separate report by WalletHub finds almost one in five Americans think it's okay to use a credit card to pay for that spend special Valentine's Day gift. In sports, the Boston Celtics take on the Charlotte Hornets at TD Garden tonight at 7.30. Tomorrow, it's the Boston Bruins at home with the Washington Capitals. Game at 3.30. And the Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles Sunday at 6.30 on Fox. Traffic and weather coming up from the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom. I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. You know, you make the decision to put an in-ground pool into your backyard. That's a commitment. I mean, that's a big deal. It's going to change the way... Uh, your, of course, your outdoor life is, but also it just changes your whole home having that indoor pool. So you want to make sure it is exactly the way you want it. And this is why so many people go to Aaron Pools and Spas. They have some software down there that's incredible that not just shows you like a concept of what the pool will look like when it's done. It'll show you exactly what the pool will look like when it's done in your backyard. So you see your yard with the pool with the exact shape and size and all of it. And it really allows you to to know, again, what you're getting into and what it's going to look like. So and a lot of times you'll, you'll put it in there into the software and you say, oh, you know what, maybe we should change this or that. And it's it's so easy to do with, with the software. So I'm telling you, go to Aaron Pools and Spas. There's a reason that they've been doing this for over 50 years. And so many of the nicest pools on the South Coast have been installed by Aaron Pools and Spas. But I'm telling you, too, that they are filling up quickly for this year. You're almost getting to the point where it's going to be too late. So reach out to them. Talk to Paul Flanagan and his whole crew down there. Aaron Pools and Spas, Route 6 in Dartmouth and online at AaronPoolsAndSpas.com. If in SZA, it's called special. It's Michael and Maddie here. Got a gorgeous day outside. Going to be sunny and up near 60 today. So Maddie walks in today. She's got her glow tan. She's looking very vibrant. Thank you. Okay. Did you guys notice anything different with me today? You wearing jeans? I am wearing jeans. Is that it? That's not it. Uh, no. You have a gold chain on. He always wears the gold chain. You guys noticed my butt today? Yeah, I noticed your <laughs> butt. <laughs> guys, I mean, I'm on like two months deep on booty boot camp. I'm telling Dude. you, it changed <laughs> my heck? life. I'm sorry. I know we don't want to talk about this, but I got to put it out there because I'm starting to really feel confident. I feel good. I feel I am really good. Bootylicious. I am. I am. Now I'm not taking these classes for what you think may be the reason. Like I don't care how big or small my butt is. 
I'm doing it because the movements at these classes are very, what is the word? It's hard. It's difficult. It's difficult. But I'm working muscles I've never worked before. I'm telling you, the base is strong, guys. Yeah. The base is real strong. I feel great. Like, but the thing is, though, the, I'm the only guy that goes to these classes. Sure, call me weird, but like, this there, is. There's a reason you're the only guy. Why? Because of the muscle groups that you are working look very nice on a woman. Why can't they look nice on a guy? They're gonna, but I mean. All right, so honestly, Maddie, is he ruining it for the rest of the girls in the class? No, of course not. Of course They're not. They're not like, oh. No, of Here course not. Here he comes. I can't be myself. I'm going to be in front of the guy. No, I don't. I mean, I don't care about all that. Because right. if it's like an all ladies around. thing and then he comes walking in no, every week. No, it's an all ladies thing because of the muscle groups that it's working benefit the female Physique. body. <laughs> and then here comes the gigantic man. Have you noticed you're walking different? Like you're shaking it a little more? <laughs> it shakes. It definitely <laughs> does. But uh, I, I needed to really focus on my legs and my, my lower body, I don't have the motivation in the gym. The only last time I did was when I was doing CrossFit with you. That's the last time I felt really strong from the waist down, and I needed to find something. When I go to the gym on my own, yeah, I, you know, catch me on the bench. Catch me with the, you know, with the dumbbells, but... Catch me outside. You, yeah, you won't catch me in a squat rack. That's the only thing, and you, that's... Nobody likes leg day. Well, people do, but, like, a majority of people don't like leg day. I had to find it's motivation hard. and it's inspiration. It's really hard. Right? I mean, like, we we make fun of you, but, I mean, it's it's a hard workout. It's really hard. Like. The bands. You've done the bands, right, Maddie? Where oh, gosh. Bands, bands are brutal. Yeah. My put hip. them around your, like, your knee area? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you're, you're working your, your hip flexors at the same time. Box jumps, which I know you like your box jumps. You ever do it with the, uh, you ever do it with the, um. What's it called? Uh, put the bands on it as well? No. That sounds like dangerous. It's really hard. It's really hard. But now all I can think of is Gazelle working out. Yeah. And it's just like he's getting in. Like yeah. he's got the bands. He's squatting. Do they play this? They do. <laughs> A lot of Drake. I don't think you could handle it. <laughs> this is like his walk-up song now to work. <laughs> this is his walk-out song. 827. From the Chard Oak Tavern newsroom, here's Phil Demet. The New Bedford City Council could soon be your new Facebook friend. Councilors voted unanimously last night to move forward with a plan to get on social media, specifically Facebook and Twitter. The idea is to connect with residents and hopefully boost engagement in city business. The council will begin the process by meeting with New Bedford's Information Technology Director. Retired Wareham Police K-9 Rolf passed away Thursday, and the community is paying tribute to him. The police department posted on Facebook that Rolf was guided to the Rainbow Bridge by his best friend and work partner, Officer Michael Finney. Rolf made headlines often while on the job. In 2017, he helped make two felony arrests in 10 days, catching an alleged intoxicated driver who fled on foot and finding a suspect in a gas station robbery. When Rolf retired in 2018, Finney wrote he could not have asked for a better partner.
New information from the U.S. Department of Education shows half the nation's students began this school year a full year behind grade level in at least one subject because of pandemic disruptions. According to details released this week, students in the U.S. fell further behind than those in other countries. Research published in the journal Nature Human Behavior showed students in 15 countries fell behind only about a third of a year on average. 59% of U.S. public school principals surveyed said their schools are using some form of so-called tailored accelerated instruction to help kids catch up, particularly in reading and math. And a couple of California woodpeckers are most likely pretty bummed after their stash of acorns was found inside a home near San Francisco. The couple who own the home called Nick's Extreme Pest Control after they spotted worms coming from a wall in a bedroom. The worms ended up being mealworms, eating on a stash of acorns that equaled around 700 pounds. The woodpeckers were able to drop the acorns through a hole in the chimney and entered the attic through a different hole to feast on their massive stash. The pile of acorns reached an estimated 20 feet high. In sports, the Boston Celtics and the Charlotte Hornets tonight at TD Garden. Game at 7.30. Tomorrow, the Boston Bruins are back in action at home with the Washington Capitals. That game at 3.30. And of course, the Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles Sunday. That game is at 6.30 on Fox. Your traffic and weather are next from the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom. I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Fill your room with is back at the movies. Now, it's Kevin Carr's movie review on the Michael and Maddie Show. Gorgeous day on the South Coast today. It's Michael and Maddie going to see some sunshine and highs up near 60. Good morning. The movie I first want to talk about is Magic Mike's Last Dance. So I'm going to put on a show at this famous theater. People are numb, disconnected. We're going to wake them up with a wave of passion they've never felt before. Hell yeah. Look, obviously, I am not the target market for any of the Magic Mike movies. I, I've actually disliked all of them. I thought the first one was boring and the second one was even more boring. And, and and they're loosely constructed plots with just the excuse of the big dance numbers. And I get that that's an appeal. And I understand that with certainly the second movie, which has almost no plot whatsoever. But the first movie, it does try to have this intimate look at this guy living in Miami and trying to kind of follow his dream. By the time you get to the third movie, Magic Mike's Last Gasp, I mean Magic Mike's Last Dance, it's really reached the bottom of the barrel in terms of storytelling. And that's the thing that was an appeal to the first one. But this one has Salma Hayek as this overly wealthy woman who hires Magic Mike to do a theater revival at her London stage. And and just slapdash puts this together and just gets a bunch of sexy guys. But even then, the beefcake factor is not there. I mean, yeah, there's some guys without their shirts off, but, I mean, we have the Internet. And, and it wasn't even all that sexy in terms of that. I mean, I'm not the one to judge that level of the movie. There's a couple dance scenes in there, but even then you got to wait, like, for an hour and a half to even get to them. It just... I don't even know if the movie knows what it wants to be. All right, Magic Mike, The Last Dance. What do you think? Does it rock or not? I'm going to say that Magic Mike's Last Dance sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. And one more out there for Valentine's Weekend, Kevin. What do we got? The next one I want to talk about is a romantic comedy on Netflix called Your Place or Mine. Can I tell you something? Immediately. The night that Debbie and I spent together after I found myself thinking about her. You have to tell her. It's too late. Too late. 
Seriously. These are words. Ugh. This one stars Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon as friends who've, who've known each other for decades and they talk all the time. And one lives in New York, one lives in L.A. and they decide to swap houses for a week because she needs to go to New York and he says, I'll go over to L.A. and take care of your kid. And it's it's about them sort of coming to the realization that they've kind of loved each other the whole time. And so it does take the standard rom-com and, and does break the mold a bit, but it does it in the most annoying way. I mean, it's not even a level of like Sleepless in Seattle where they never share the screen until the very end. It it, it falls into these weird cliches, like about cliches about a single mother and the overpowering helicopter parent and then the guy coming in and showing the, the son, the, the like the teenage son who's troubled to kind of find his way and, and, and join sports for some reason it has this weird sports message where that's how you become popular in school i mean it just has some really strange moments in it and the chemistry is kind of there but the problem with the movie when they don't share the screen together you don't have much of a rom-com and ah, it it was frustrating at best so uh yeah i mean i guess for the big fan of the rom-coms maybe but mm, this one's not for me your place or mine? What do you think? Rock or not? I'm going to say that this one sucks. Well, someone's kind of salty this morning. Thank you, Kevin Carr. Listen, have a great Super Bowl weekend and happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, sorry there weren't better choices leading into Valentine's Day weekend. We'll see you next week. Finding the perfect engagement ring can be overwhelming. but On Maddie Friday morning and a fun post up on our Facebook page, which to me, there's just one answer to this question, but... We're asking the question, plenty of movies are based here in Massachusetts, but which one best represents the state? Ooh. All day long, The Departed. That's right. Oh, I thought you were going to save The Town. Oh, The Town's really good, too. Yeah. Uh, but I would put The Departed as, like, number one. The Town is right there, though. That's a yeah. good movie. I mean, it's not about it, whether it's a good movie or not. It's like, does it represent what, what the state's really like? Yeah, that's fair. What do you think is crime? Represents crime. Both of those are very violent. I mean, it shows. It shows the characters are very Massachusetts, like the culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you know what the the fighters very good too. Like those those sisters, like they're real people from Lowell. Like they're for real. So true. And the mom, yeah, yeah, very good. I'm gonna go with Ted. Ted. Oh my god, that's a good one too. (laughs) What do you think, Rhode Island girl? I don't know. I mean, I agree. I like the town. Some people said Jaws. Eh. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Not bad. What about you for Rhode Island? All it is is Dumb and Dumber, right? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. I mean, I think there's more than well, that. the other Irene think, movie that they made? Me, me myself, and Irene. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a couple. I just don't know them offhand. But what I would be more curious about is if we were in the movie. Like, who who would play us? You know? If we were in a movie, who would play us? I yeah. like that. Like who? If we were in a movie based in Massachusetts or whatever, like who? Who's playing Michael Rock? <laughs> I, I have an idea of who's playing Michael Rock. Oh, this is a fun game. All right, yeah. hold on a minute. Hold on. Um, like who do you think I chose for you to play? I'm going to write it down. Okay. And you tell me if this person is right. Okay. Boom. What did you write? <laughs> Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Don't flatter yourself. Bro. No? No, bud. I'm not trying to flatter myself. No, 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 no. I didn't. I, it wasn't that. Who? Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Starring Ferris. 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 That is. All right. Yeah. I'll, t- 
think, I'm man. talking Ferris Bueller, Matthew Broderick, not I'm like flattered. modern day. Yeah, yeah, definitely that one. I don't want to say mine, so there you go. Gazelle, for Gazelle, I went, don't look, ah. For Gazelle, I went with, like, vibe. Like, this is the vibe he gives. Not necessarily, like, looks or anything. Okay. Um, so who do you think we chose, Gazelle? Stifler? <laughs> no. Here's, you want to see what mine, who's yours? Who did you pick for Gazelle? I picked Kevin James. <laughs> oh, I, I like that. <laughs> the vibe, the vibe. They don't look anything alike. All right, I went for the looks. Aesthetic. Oh, okay. Oh, there it is. The guy who plays uh, Cole Hauser on um, Yellowstone. I mean, come on. Well, he's yeah. Cole Hauser. That's what... He plays Rip. Oh, I don't know. I never, I've never <laughs> seen Yellowstone, but that guy is like, ridiculous. Yeah, that's a Thank good one. You. That's a good one. So I'll take his looks and I'll take Kevin James' funny personality. Style, personality. I like it. So I, I think you chose a certain person because people say I look like this person. Um, I've been told by a couple people. I, t- I put two names down. Should I say two or For pick yourself? one of them? Pick one. Pick one of them. All right. Jennifer Aniston. No. Okay. Who'd you pick? Kristen Bell. Oh, that's cute. I like that one. Okay. I mean, that, you yeah. know, that's, I'll take that's it. a movie star playing Maddie Levine. Oh, Gazelle handed me his. Bella Thorne? <laughs> I don't know actresses. Excuse wow. me. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> She's kind of trashy, you know isn't Bella she? Bella Thorne is? <laughs> no. Do you know what she does for a living, dude? I I went on Google and I typed blonde actresses. Bro. What does she do? We can't even say it on air. No, she's not. Disney star. Well, she was once upon a time. She's not anymore. She's definitely not a Disney star anymore. (laughs) Is she in the adult business? She is. Oh, my bad. My bad. I I mean, thanks, I guess. Oh, man. I just ruined it. Anyway. Oh, and Gazelle said for me... Matthew Perry. Yeah. Oh. That's pretty good. Not bad. Okay, good. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Does that make up for the... Uh... No, a little bit. Not at all. Not <laughs> no. at all. I mean, an adult star. That's what you said that Maddie should be. Maddie, I like you the way you are just, now. Just get out. Okay. <laughs> just get out. <laughs>